It lays the predicate and the foundation for the development of a weather satellite that will permit man to determine the world's cloud layer and ultimately to control the weather and he who controls the weather will control the world. The planetary asylum grows more so by the day. So many in the human race are behaving with unimaginable contempt toward each other and toward the web of life on which all our lives completely and totally depend. Mark Twain's essay titled, quote, The Lowest Animal, in reference to the human race, is a timeless reflection that is worthy of examination, especially at this most critical time in human history. There are, thankfully, many exceptions to Twain's description of the human race. How troubling and perplexing it is to bear witness to societies all over the world, not only allowing their own demise, not only facilitating their own demise, not only helping to carry out their own demise, but actually defending the entire process of their own demise with determined resolve. That is so completely and totally alarming. The planetary asylum is indeed reaching its zenith. This is Dane Wigginton with GeoengineeringWatch.org. The commercial-free Global Alert News Hour starts now. Reporting you won't hear from controller-owned corporate media. The talking heads that we hear every day that push political theater in between peddling whatever their products are, from the latest face cream to CBD products to magical pillows and everything in between. All the while, total collapse is unfolding. It's up to each of us to decide who's telling the truth and who's paid to do something else. From the CB19 scenario to unfolding abrupt planetary environmental collapse, the walls are closing in by the day. Corporate media is nothing more than the mouthpiece for the controllers. And for the record, corporate media includes PBS and NPR. Both are almost completely funded by the corporate industrial complex and Big Brother government. The political theater of idiocy rages on in Washington, D.C. with the cast of masked controller minions from both sides of the aisle all playing their parts. When you see mainstream reporters or so-called elected officials wearing their masks while reporting or speaking, in spite of being well away from any other people, know that they are sending you a message. A message to conform. And where do the global elite fit into the equation. Those like Bill Gates that now not only seem to control the World Health Organization, who gets the jab in countries all over the world, and the actions of governments, including our own, but now also the land on which populations depend on to survive. Consider this new headline report. America's biggest owner of farmland is now Bill Gates. More on this later in this broadcast. And remember, control the food and you control the population. How hot was 2020 globally? That depends on who you ask. Stay tuned for answers on that. How much does the CB19 scenario accomplish for those in power? That question would require far too much time to answer. The simplified question would be this. What doesn't CB19 accomplish for the controllers? Let's take a moment to examine a few late-breaking CB19 headlines. First, this. More, quote, super-COVID variants are coming, scientists warn. That's from the Daily Mail. They're warning because they know. 
Just like Fauci knew in 2017 that there would be a, quote, surprise pandemic during this presidency. Been over all that in previous broadcasts. Fauci and the National Institute of Health, the NIH, and Fauci's National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, both funding $7.4 million for the gain-of-function aspect in this virus that allowed it to make the jump to humans. That's how they knew. More headlines on this front. Moderna CEO says the world will have to live with COVID, quote, forever. Yes, they know, don't they? All of them are part of this. Another headline. Is mass vaccination creating new strains? Question mark. Labs certainly are. We don't have 400-plus level four, or high-level biolabs all over the globe. For nothing. These are military-grade labs in so many cases, like Fort Detrick in the U.S. This is their job. This is what they do to create pathogens. And their excuse for doing so is we have to do it before someone else does. Why does anyone have to do it? This is, again, the human insanity that I described at the beginning of this broadcast. Total insanity. Just like creating the nuclear bombs, 2,000 of which have already been detonated. And there's enough stockpiles right now to end the human race statistically about 10,000 times over. Is that not human insanity? More CV-19 headlines. Quote, vaccine rollout hits a, quote, snag as health workers balk at shots, i.e., they don't want them. Another headline, Pope Francis calls on everyone to take COVID vaccine. He says, quote, it must be done. Stand back for a moment and consider. It's not hard to connect these dots. So-called spiritual institutions that are controlled by governments with 501 nonprofits, big pharma, the military-industrial complex, governments all over the globe, they are all colluding and cooperating together from the climate engineering, highly toxic assault that's ripping apart the planet's life support systems, toxifying the entire planet, making us all more susceptible to CV-19 because of the elements we're breathing. That's at minimum. And why would we think they're not using these atmospheric dispersions for further spreading whatever pathogen they want to spread? They are all in this together, all of them. When will the population wake up to the degree that they are being manipulated? As I stated in the beginning of this broadcast, the population is actively participating in their own demise, facilitating it, and indeed defending those who are doing it. When will that change? When? Another headline, post-COVID lungs, worse than worst smokers' lungs, surgeon says. This is from CBS News. The early science reports on the CB19 pathogen showed that it had elements of HIV and SARS woven into it. The power structure forced those institutions to pull those science reports because they control the institutions to begin with. Those who print the money control everything. They control the narrative. They control the, quote, science. They control the institutions. They control the medical industrial complex. They control the military industrial complex. And the population had better wake up to this fast because we are rapidly running out of time. Yes, there is something very real circulating out there. And although they are faking and falsifying statistics in every direction, do not underestimate the power they have to ramp this up as much as they want, whenever they want, to stoke the fires as high as they want. They can release many, many more versions. I'll get to this later in this broadcast. Another headline. Super COVID continues to sweep the U.S. with 82 cases confirmed in 10 states. That's exactly the kind of scenario I just talked about. That's from the Daily Mail online. Another headline, another, quote, mutant COVID strain discovered in Japan now as greater Tokyo outbreak worsens. So now we have the new super strains in UK, Africa, Japan, 
They can stoke these fires as much as they want. They have been preparing for this for a very, very long time. Another headline, Institute Chief believes Russia also has its unique coronavirus strain. Yet another, adding more credence to what I'm trying to communicate in this broadcast. Another headline, Plunging global birth rate shows long-term effects of COVID on society will be devastating. What did I mention again earlier in this broadcast? How much does CB19 accomplish for the controllers? And the more simplified question will be, what doesn't it accomplish? But let's ask, do the provisions being implemented by the power structure actually serve to stop this pandemic? Consider this headline. Lockdown, quote, ineffective against spread of COVID-19 may even increase risk to vulnerable populations, research claims. That's from RT World News. Another headline, CDC Centers for Disease Control admits, quote, most transmission occurs at home. So by all means, let's lock everybody up in their homes. That'll help. Next headline, Biden and Fauci will, quote, save America from COVID-19 as FDA prepares to fix PCR tests, eliminating millions of false positive cases by the end of 2021. Perhaps this is the script, but nothing will stop the coming mass die-off of the human race, just as is already the case in nature. Consider no habitat, no humans, simple. Already, today, and I'll get to more headlines on this later in this broadcast, 80 to 90% of global insect populations Done. Gone. Global wildlife populations declined some 70% in the last 40 years. And that rate is accelerating. And at the current rate of loss, functional extinction for wildlife across the globe. 2026 doesn't mean nothing's left alive. It means they're functionally extinct, not enough left alive to sustain the species. We're there. It's not over the horizon somewhere, and the power structure is doing everything they can to mask this from populations. And then there's the mass methane expulsion happening in the polar regions and elsewhere. Climate engineering further fueling this scenario in the attempt to mask it from the public for as long as possible in the attempt to use weather as a weapon. Climate engineering is further fueling the mass release of formerly frozen methane on the planet, all over the planet. It's been happening for decades. That's what the Bermuda Triangle scenario is. Formerly frozen methane deposits on the seafloor, thawing, releasing in mass quantities, aerating the water like a bottle of champagne. The ships go down because they have no buoyancy. And that methane then goes into the upper atmosphere where it is spreading out and covering the planet like a layer of glass. And for those that don't know, because the science community is not telling the truth about this, over a 10-year time horizon, methane is from 100 to 120 times more potent a greenhouse gas than CO2. Not even in the models for the largest scientific insti- or panel, I should say, ever in human history, the IPCC, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, not even in their models, because their job is not to warn the public of the threats that are unfolding. Their job is to mask those threats, to pacify the populations until the last possible moment. Total betrayal by the climate science community, by governmental institutions, and certainly by the fascist corporate industrial complex. We are on track right now as I've stated many times on many broadcasts, for Venus Syndrome. If you want to understand the totality of what's unfolding, search geoengineeringwatch.org, Venus Syndrome. That is the path we are on, and that is not a metaphor. It's a runaway climate collapse scenario, just like what happened on Venus. And for those that try to, again, continue to make the 
completely baseless argument that there, this is all some sort of natural process on the planet. Forgive me for giving this example again, but it fits. That argument is like finding a body in the street that's been stabbed, shot, beaten, burned, run over, and blown up, and then claiming that person died of natural causes. It is utterly preposterous to make such an argument, just as it is to claim that the changes happening on our planet right now are somehow natural. We have decimated the planet in the geologic blink of an eye. The current Earth changes are happening statistically, mathematically, at hundreds of times the pace of any previous paleo event on our planet. It is not natural. It is the actions of the human race with climate engineering being at the top of that list of decimating factors, but not the only factor. And that, again, that needs to be clear to people as well, because too many people still try to tell themselves that. The only problem with the climate is climate engineering. The atmosphere doesn't know the difference between a particle from an exhaust pipe, a smokestack, or the back of an aircraft being sprayed from climate engineering operations. It it all has an immensely negative effect on the climate. We've burnt down the forest, we've poisoned the oceans, we've paved the planet. What do we expect to have happen? Massive, unbelievable repercussions. Forgive me for ranting, but how does one not rant when you know your children's future? Not just your children, but all children. And every innocent in the wild, every bat, bird, bee, bear, every tree, all of them, all their futures depend on what we do or don't do at this point. We have to wake up now or we won't have tomorrow. The criminally insane are running the planetary asylum. As the old boss is replaced by the new boss, countless criminals were given a free pass, presidential pardons. Was a pardon given to the true patriot Julian Assange, who has long since sacrificed everything to expose the truth to the American people and to the world? Absolutely not. No pardon for true patriots. The true controllers won't allow that from either side of the orchestrated political divide. Question. I have this question. Do self-proclaimed patriotic Americans care? If so, where are they? Where? Just willfully blind, flag-waving mobs. And for the record, both administrations, again, the outgoing and the incoming, are pushing the big pharma CV-19 vaccine concoctions as hard as they can. No surprise there. It is the wider horizon that is the bottom line. That is dictating all. It is that that they, the controllers, don't want you to see until the last possible moment. Later in this broadcast, breaking reports of unfolding abrupt environmental collapse, exactly what geoengineeringwatch.org has warned about for over a decade, and it's here now and accelerating by the day. Question, why did it take academia over a decade to tell the truth about the looming planetary omnicide scenario? This is why, because that's their job. That's what they're paid to do by the power structure. And where is alt-media on this fact? All the alt-media sources that I am so sad to say are pushing the narrative that if we could just somehow take care of the CV-19 scenario, which again is the power structure response to the collapsing climate and environment being further fueled by climate engineering, But so many pretending that if we could just somehow take care of this, everything would go back to normal. That is not true. That is absolutely not true. Human civilization, the industrialized society that never had a future, was circling the drain before the CV-19 scenario was even released. Again, it is a response to abruptly unfolding climate and environmental collapse. It's a response 
by the controllers. So many breaking headlines to cover in this report. But first, I want to state, as I will in every single broadcast, my deepest gratitude to each and every individual that's doing their best to stay informed, to wake others with credible data from a credible source, and to help to turn the tide of insanity. Thank you for your help with sounding the alarm. It's our collective efforts that can yet make a difference at this late hour. This is Dane Wigginton. You're listening to the Global Alert News Hour, episode number 284, January 16th, 2021. This is the bad news broadcast, certainly, but it's critical information that covers the issues we must face in order to have any chance of changing course. This commercial-free frontline news broadcast is brought to you by geoengineeringwatch.org and paid for by geoengineeringwatch.org. This news hour is broadcast throughout Northern California on KQMS 1670 AM. 104.9 FM and 105.7 FM, Saturday mornings from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. KQMS is the largest news talk radio station north of Sacramento. Recordings of this broadcast can be found at geoengineeringwatch.org under the recent top stories and radio sections. Geoengineeringwatch.org is the largest data repository on the climate engineering issue online. The latest Geoengineering Watch awareness raising materials can be ordered from the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org for our approximate cost of producing and shipping. Those in the Reading area of Shasta County can pick up free geoengineeringwatch.org materials from the vitamin section at Orchard Nutrition. And also, you can pick up, I dropped off yesterday, another 50 commercial copies of 9-11 Architects and Engineers for Truth, the Experts Speak Out commercial DVD that will shock you to the marrow. The degree to which our government has lied to us not just our government, but academia, have lied to us about that event, can scarcely be comprehended. So I ask this of all those who claim to be patriotic. Show it. Prove it. Take the time to actually investigate. If you're in the Reading area, go to Orchard Nutrition, pick up a copy of the 9-11 Architects and Engineers for Truth DVD. And for those who don't know who they are, that's 3,000 of the world's top architects and engineers stating on the record that the official narrative from our government is a complete lie from top to bottom. We now have peer-reviewed science study to prove that Building 7, the third building, the third high-rise that came down on 9-11, which most Americans even don't, don't even know about, was taken down by controlled demolitions. So while everybody's watching the political theater around the inauguration, planned by the power structure to polarize and divide the population, to have them fighting against each other, how many of these so-called patriots from either side of the fence are focusing or even willing to look at things like 9-11. How many would rather have a feel-good lie that it's just somebody out there that hates America for our freedom and democracy that brought down these buildings when, in fact, the data says something completely contrary to that narrative? Connect the dots, the new Pearl Harbor. If you're truly patriotic, instead of focusing your energy on the scripted theater that's going to take place into next week and beyond... Focus on the real events that brought us here. Look at the sky. Consider that your own government is spraying you like a lab rat. That's exactly what's occurring. We've proven this at geoengineeringwatch.org. With lab testing at altitude, in addition to dozens and dozens of tests from around California, around the rest of the country, tests from other parts of the world, what will it take for the American population to understand that those who truly control our government aren't left, aren't right, aren't Democrat, aren't Republican, aren't conservative, aren't liberal, they're above all that. They orchestrate all of that. What will it take? So please, again, pick up a 9-11 A&E DVD from Orchard Nutrition, view it, digest it, share it with others as fast as you can because we are running out of time. There are also geoengineeringwatch.org materials there too because 
if we don't stop what's happening in our skies, the ramifications are so grave, not just to our own personal health, but to the planet as a whole. We're not going to be here long and consider that at any point in time of their choosing, the same people that did 9-11, the same people that carried out countless other crimes all over the globe, those behind the curtain at any point in time of their choosing can alter the mix that's being dispersed in our skies under the guise of climate engineering, a.k.a. weather warfare, with something much more lethal, and it's game over at any point in time of their choosing. Again, please forgive the ranting, but it's time to rant because we are almost out of time. A couple more quick announcements and we'll dive into just how bad it is. The latest headlines from last week. An ally in the fight to expose and halt climate engineering, Jim Fair. G-E-M-F-A-I-R-E. Next event, Santa Barbara, California, February 9th through the 21st at the Earl Warren Showgrounds. There's a geoengineeringwatch.org informational booth there with free geoengineeringwatch.org materials. You can get into the event free if you're there to pick up materials. You can tell the Ticketmaster that. Please, if you're near that area, pick up the materials you need to wake others up while there's still time for it to matter. The new Watch online climate engineering Q&A session is posted at geoengineeringwatch.org, installment number two. If you wish to submit a climate engineering-related question, you can do so at the following link, questions at geoengineeringwatch.org, or you can go to the contacts section on the very top left corner of the geoengineeringwatch.org homepage. Now, how bad is it? Biosphere collapse is the bottom line to all that's unfolding. It's the bottom line to all that's being carried out by the controllers. CV-19, again, is the controller response to the planet's collapsing life support systems. Remember that as we cover the next two breaking headline reports. First this, from last week, nature is under siege. Scientists sound alarm about insect apocalypse. From that report, the lead author of the new research package notes that insects, quote, are absolutely the fabric by which Mother Nature and the Tree of Life are built, end quote. A collection of new scientific papers authored by 56 experts from around the world reiterates rising concerns about bug declines and urges people and governments to take urgent action to address a biodiversity crisis dubbed, quote, the insect apocalypse. The following is the report title, quote, The Global Decline of Insects in the Anthropocene. The Anthropocene is the age of man. Now at this point in time in human history. The report includes an introduction and 11 papers, and it was published Monday in the Proceedings of the National Academies of Sciences alongside a related news article titled, quote, Nature is Under Siege. The scientists warn that, quote, insects are suffering from death by a thousand cuts, end quote. The set of studies resulting from a symposium in St. Louis comes as the body of research on insects Insect decline has grown in recent years, leading to major assessments published in 2019 and 2020, as well as a roadmap released last January by 73 scientists detailing how to battle the, quote, bug apocalypse. Question, again, I brought this up in previous broadcasts, why did it take them 10 years longer to report what GeoengineeringWatch.org reported a decade ago? Why did it take so long? Because their job is to hide it until it can't be hidden any longer. Until people notice there's very few bugs on their windshield, very few bugs on lights outside, that in fact the birds are dying because they don't have enough to eat. If the bugs can't make it, how long do we think we will be here? And the science community is lying about the most core causal factors, starting with intense UV radiation from a disintegrating ozone layer, a report on that more next week, UVC radiation now bombarding the surface of the planet, 
killing microbial life, killing insects, killing plankton. Single greatest causal factor, climate engineering. I'm not negating all the other factors. I'm not negating any of that. But I'm saying, how can there be a legitimate discussion about the disintegrating ozone layer, about the state of the climate, without first and foremost discussing the climate engineering elephant in the sky? When will that be acknowledged by the lying climate science community and the so-called weather disseminating agencies, all of them increasingly transparent in their lies, trying to cover the tracks of the climate engineers? When will they find their courage and stand together and tell the truth when there's nothing left to salvage? This report continues, human stressors that experts have tied to bug declines include agricultural practices, chemical light, the sound of pollution, Invasive species, land use changes, nitrification, pesticides, urbanization. But again, what's not mentioned? The planetary assault of climate engineering, from the highly toxic heavy metal and polymer fallout to the ozone layer destroying geoengineering, aerosol spraying, insanity. Again, the single largest factor of the insect apocalypse equation. And not even a single word. One example in the case of aluminum, a primary element of climate engineering operations, not only is this element contaminating every breath we take, fueling epidemics of Alzheimer's, dementia, and countless other human diseases and cognitive decline. But the climate engineering spraying of aluminum nanoparticulates all over the world is killing insects. Bees are only one example. Go online. Search bees slash aluminum. Bees are dying of symptoms that resemble Alzheimer's and dementia in human beings. Why? Because the bees are packed full of aluminum. A thousand miles away from industry, urbanization or farms they're full of aluminum how did that get there from climate engineering of course this peer-reviewed science study exists about the bees and the aluminum and no one will address it not even the beekeepers or the bee societies and i know because i've brought the bee aluminum studies to their attention but it seems they would rather ram their heads even further into the sand than to face reality newsflash hiding in your cabin on the Titanic won't save you. Bouncing back to the insect apocalypse report, 10 years later than geoengineeringwatch.org issued it, emphasizing the consequences of such declines, University of Connecticut entomologist David Wagner, the packages, the reports, lead author, told the Associated Press that insects, quote, are absolutely the fabric by which Mother Nature and the Tree of Life are built. Repeated that at the beginning as well, but stop and consider that. So David Mr. Wagner, when will you tell the full truth about what's affecting the insects? What is the single biggest factor in the equation that you are not telling the truth about because your paycheck and pension depends on you not telling the truth? Please, I hope this academician and countless associates stand together so that they can't be picked off by the power structure. Stand up and tell the truth while it can still matter. Another headline from the UK Guardian and other sources. Top scientists warn of, quote, ghastly future of mass extinction, end quote, and climate disruption. That's the full headline from the UK Guardian and from numerous other sources last week. From the new report, the following statements, quote, sobering new report says world is failing to grasp the extent of threats posed by biodiversity loss and the climate crisis. But again, remember and consider the controllers at the top know full well what's unfolding, they are, in fact, radically fueling the process with the highly toxic weather warfare assault. That's a core example of their behavior. And about the collapsing climate and environments and biodiversity, 
How did it take so long? Why did it take so long for academia to admit to a June Dream Watch.org has stated on the record for over a decade? And we said this time would come. We said it on the record that when they can't hide it any longer, they'll have to admit to it. And that's happening now. Bouncing back to the controller response to what's unfolding on the wider horizon. Locking down and controlling populations while slowly thinning the herd. From the UK Telegraph. Vaccine passports make no sense if the COVID jabs don't stop you from spreading the virus. That's pretty clear, isn't it? There's no reason in this equation. The public needs to start thinking for themselves at these provisions that are being pushed on them. How completely irrational it is from any perspective. Even if we ignore the true source of the CV-19 virus, which again, there can't be any legitimate discussion about CV-19 without examining where it came from. Peer-reviewed science study exists to prove this, the gain-of-function characteristic. Again, engineered, published in 2015, peer-reviewed science journal. No one is talking about that. How is the public responding to the power structure's pushing of CV-19 concoctions, the medical-industrial complex concoctions? From numerous UK media sources, this. Vaccine waste. Doctors forced to throw away COVID vaccine doses because people aren't turning up for appointments, In quote. That's the headline. Again, numerous mainstream UK media sources. The report states this, a nurse at one hospital in West London claimed supplies were being thrown away, quote, all over London and probably right across Britain, end quote, as people were not coming to vaccination appointments. What a surprise. I can't imagine why or why not. Moving on to what's happening in the U.S., this headline from last week, Disneyland to host Orange County's first massive vaccination site. From that report, Anaheim, California, Disneyland, which remains closed to visitors, is set to host a massive COVID-19 vaccination site. Orange County officials announced Monday the theme park property will host what Orange County calls a POD or large point of dispensing site for vaccine distribution. Disneyland will be the first of five super POD sites in Orange County with the capacity to vaccinate thousands of people every day. The other sites will be announced as their agreements are finalized. The report states the vaccination site at the park is expected to become operational later this week. They continue with this. Now, this is actually a quote from Governor Gavin Newsom, who said this, We recognize that the current strategy is not going to get us where we need to go as quickly as we all need to go. He continued, that's why we're speeding up the administration. Gavin, what's your hurry? Why are you pushing so hard to make sure everyone in your state gets the jab? Governor Gavin Newsom, who sat back in his chair, in his office, at the Capitol, in front of me, in his office with his top aide, after I presented irrefutable data on the climate engineering assault to him, Gavin sat back in his chair, took a deep breath, looked at me and said, I didn't need this. And that was his response, because he knew it was true. And why didn't he need this? Because perhaps he thought it might interfere with his paycheck and pension, but and his political plans, more importantly, He knew he couldn't dispute that data, and he has done nothing but try to cover it up since. That's who Gavin Newsom is. He's a tool for those in power, nothing more. And he's doing his best to carry out their bidding. Newsom is a part of the matrix control system. But consider and remember, as I've stated so many times, those in power could not do what they do without the active or passive support of the majority population. That's what I addressed at the beginning of this broadcast, how incredibly troubling it is. To see populations actually facilitating their own demise and even defending those who are carrying it out.
That is truly perplexing. On this report, final statement, the announcement of Disneyland being a mass vax park now comes after Petco Park in San Diego opened Monday as a vaccination site, and Dodger Stadium is now transitioning from a testing site to a vaccination location and is expected to open by the end of the week. More on this subject in a moment, and the testing that is pushing all of this agenda forward. First, this from the LA Times and other sources. LA students must get COVID-19 vaccine when it becomes available for them. From that report, in the push to reopen closed campuses, California Governor Gavin Newsom again and the State Board of Education President Linda Darling-Hammond have recently cited research suggesting that strong campus safety protocols can be effective in limiting the spread of the virus. Really? Like the mask mandate in Shasta County, California, for example, and other places? That we have gone up since the mask mandate went into effect some, what is it now, over 30,000% from hovering at about 30 to, what are we, well over 9,000 now? Over 30,000% increase, that's really working well, isn't it? But a vaccine will not be in the arms of students, the report states, for some time. The two vaccines that have received emergency use authorization from the Food and Drug Administration so far were tested almost exclusively in adults. And they were never tested in animals, by the way. Keep that in mind. We are the guinea pigs now, the human population. The report states the clinical trial of the shot made by Pfizer and BioNTech include 153 16- and 17-year-olds. And some of the experts who received the data for the FDA said that there weren't enough teens to determine whether the vaccine is safe for that age group, let alone for younger children. That's from ABC News. No animal testing, emergency approval, which means they didn't go through the safety processes necessary. And not that I'm advocating vaccine anything, because if they were so safe and effective, why does the vaccine industry, why does Big Pharma, the medical industrial complex, require total blanket immunity for any injury and death their concoctions cause? Total legal immunity given to them by our government, whom they are in bed with and have been. For decades. And again, how about masks in a classroom? Is that actually effective? With kids in a classroom sitting in fairly close proximities wearing whatever masks they have, a generic drugstore Chinese-made paper-thin face covering or perhaps a bandana or a modified sock, which the big pharma bought and sold U.S. Surgeon General stated on the record was all good for stopping a virus. Yeah, we see a level four biolab. They have a total hazmat suit on with oxygen. But if you're in a classroom, you can wear a bandana or a modified sock. All good. And all of these so-called protective measures, perhaps worn the day before or multiple days before, becoming incubators for countless bacterial and fungal elements. But back to the point I intended to make. Kids in a classroom with recirculating central air conditioning, swirling air throughout each and every classroom, mixing and spreading any element that may be present, all of which is not even slowed down by the so-called protective mask that societies have been well-trained to have completely blind faith in. A bandana or a sock? Certainly if a CV-19-infected individual was standing right in front of you, a mask should slow down a droplet or a sneeze. But if you believe... A modified sock or bandana or Walmart mask will stop an aerosolized viral element? Think again. So on that note, let's press on. Governor Newsom touting how well his strict COVID provisions have worked so far. And would we consider the next headline proof of that from the LA Times? One in three Los Angeles 
residents have been infected with COVID-19, officials say. One in three. Working really well, Gavin. Kudos to you. But not to worry. The article states that L.A. County will have enough ventilators to support sick patients. Yes, the ventilators that have about a 10% survival rate, i.e. 90% mortality. The report states one hospital is operating at 320% capacity, again, according to the L.A. Times. Question, is that really a valid reference for what we are told is true? Because, quote, the L.A. Times says so. So let's ask ourselves just how well are the, again, the CB19 lockdowns and mask mandates working? If that's the official infection rate in L.A., one in three, or should we ask ourselves, is such a statistic just the result of a known faulty PCR test? How can we possibly know what the truth is in this equation? But if, in fact, the CB19 infections are that bad, what's causing such a radical spreading of this pathogen? Ever wonder what might be on the end of that testing swab? Two headlines from earlier this year. Coronavirus tests were delayed by contamination at the Centers for Disease Control lab. Imagine that. That's not from some fringe internet site. That's from CNBC. And this headline. CDC's failed coronavirus tests were tainted with coronavirus itself. Imagine that. The report states this. The CDC's failed coronavirus tests were tainted with coronavirus. Feds confirm a federal investigation is ongoing. How does that happen? And there were, I believe, a half a dozen of these tainted test shipments. How do you know what's on the end of that swab? I'm just asking the question. I'm not stating I know. But how do you know? When we've had such radical spread of this, and when we know that those in power are not here for us, How clear should that be at this point? How incredibly clear when we have the world's most infamous characters like Gates, Kissinger, and all their ilk stating on the record the population needs to be cut radically. And mathematically and statistically, they are correct. I'm sorry to say that for all those people who think that It's all fine because everybody could fit in the state of Texas with a little elbow room. It's not about that. It's about resources needed to sustain such massive global populations on a dying planet. And that math simply doesn't add up. Can't be done. We need about five more planets. That's the statistical truth. But do those in power have the right to decide who lives and who dies? And that is the discussion here on this broadcast. Do they have that right? And why would the population give them that right? Because that's exactly what they're doing right now, participating in their own demise, facilitating it, and even defending those who are carrying it out. Why is that the case? And this subject does not just pertain to the CB19 scenario. It pertains to the current model of industrialized, militarized civilization. You can't put 100 million barrels of hydrocarbon into the air every single day, cut down the forests, poison the oceans, pave the planet, and expect to live long. We won't live long on a dying planet, and the public has participated in that as well because they don't want to know the truth. So many people, especially in America, the American dream, if you want to know what the truth is about the American dream, search and purchase a copy, because I think it's hard to find online, Earth and the American Dream, a film that changed the course of my life, now some 22 years ago, literally altered the course of my life. It has never been the same since I have been slogging forward in this battle ever since. I knew something was radically wrong in the world. I'd try to participate. I've coached for Special Olympics. I work with rehabbing horribly maimed Vietnam vets that were simply cannon fodder for the power structure in Vietnam. I 
was in the Big Brother program. I tried to help there. I tried environmentally help every way I could. I, I roamed BLM and Forest Service land trying to limb up trees in Arizona to help them through the drought. I carried water to some of the four or 500-year-old trees across ridges to try to help them make it through the drought that, in fact, climate engineering was causing. I did everything I could, but when I watched that film, Earth and the American Dream, it absolutely altered the course of my life. And on that point of the so-called American Dream, it can't be maintained. And the public needs to face that fact as well. In addition to facing the power structure that is hurting them off a cliff, they need to face the fact that the planet can't take the American dream any longer. The power structure and corporate media push delusion that everyone can live in a McMansion and drive a brand new SUV and, and go to Disneyland on the weekends. Oh, well, you can't go to Disneyland anymore. That's right, because the only reason you would go there is to get your medical industrial complex concoction jab. But the point is this. The former paradigm is over. It's not coming back in any time frame that matters. What is yet to be determined is where do we go from here? Can we yet salvage some part of Earth's life support system? And can we alter the course that the controllers currently have us on? That depends on what we collectively do or don't do. Another headline from the UK Daily Mail and other sources. Britain faces even more super COVID variants. Global surge of cases is fueling more chances for the virus to mutate, to beat immune system and vaccines, scientists warn. About the variety pack of COVID-19 concoctions being pushed by the medical industrial complex and governments that they are in bed with, won't that save us from all these mutated different forms that seem to be appearing whenever it's most convenient for the controllers? This repeat reminder from the world-renowned medical scientist and immunologist that was featured on Fox News recently. And for the record, I am in no way offering my own conclusions on what I'm about to air. Again, something that was already aired on national TV by mainstream media. I'm simply stating all should hear this. And Fox has done everything they can to, to cover up this broadcast since that time. Listen carefully. Here it is. Joins us now, award-winning researcher, retired microbiologist, Dr. Sukrit Bakadi. Uh, doctor, thank you for getting up early for all of us, for all these policies, lockdowns, social distancing. Uh, which, in your view, has been the most injurious to the public and not suited to the science? The looming vaccination. The so the vaccination, well, so on the issue of the vaccination, we'll get to that in a moment. But on the social distancing and the masks, just focusing on that for a moment, which of those two in your research, in your work, has been the most bis displaced? Both. Both have. Not, not at all Point. backed up by the science. Zero science. So why, why are they pushing this? If zero science, I mean, they'll they'll show videos of people coughing through masks and without masks. And it's terrifying. Well, people this, here is in the something, this is something that we and when I say we, it's um, hundreds and thousands of people uh, are standing up to say, please, all of you sit down and think about this, read up on this and then make up your own mind. Don't believe things that people are telling you. Think for yourself and come to your own conclusions. That is why we wrote this book, because all the arguments saying, telling you why what you are doing is absolutely nonsense are 
in the is in that book and there's no question that is left open to you all you have to do is go and read and think and doctor on the issue of the vaccine tonight anthony fauci uh, on this network actually said that 75 percent of americans are going to have to get vaccinated to reach what they call herd immunity do you do you buy that what utter nonsense i know that dr fauci is a a renowned uh, immunologist. medical scientist and immunologist. But what he says has to be wrong. And this is also what we have taken great lengths to explain in the book. And uh, why, you know, someone who says this has not the slightest inkling of the basics of immunology. And this is very, very surprising for someone of Dr. Fauci's standing. And I would dare to defy him anywhere in the world at any time. But I cannot do this in two minutes. Well, so you believe that the COVID vaccine is not necessary? I think it's downright dangerous. And I warn you, if you go along these lines, you are going to go to your doom. And it's so, so unnecessary. After that statement, this internationally recognized scientist and immunologist was abruptly taken off the air and has never been mentioned since that I know of on Fox News. A core aspect of what he just stated, his message to us, was make up your own mind. Don't blindly believe what you're being told from official sources, from corporate media, from the medical industrial complex. He said, think for yourself. Is that not an incredibly reasonable thing for us to do? Why do we have a sense of reason if we're not going to use it? Again, that entire exchange aired on international TV, on Fox News. Let's press on with this headline from multiple sources. Vaccines second dose more likely to cause side effects. From that report, David Flores, an emergency room nurse at UCSD, received the second dose of the Pfizer vaccine. And unlike the first dose, this one came with side effects. Flores stated this, quote, My hips were killing me. I had a hard time sleeping because of that. I couldn't get comfortable. My back and knees and ankles hurt. Flores said that a lot of his coworkers shared the same similar experiences. UCSD infectious disease specialist Dr. Edward Kache said this, quote, it's something that we observe from clinical trials. He continued with, when people receive that second dose, they are receiving the second booster to try and reach the maximum efficacy. So by boosting the immune system, Dr. Kache stated, quote, people develop joint pains and low-grade fevers that usually last 24 to 48 hours, end quote. But regardless of the side effects... Dr. Kache says, it is extremely important that patients get the second dose of the vaccine. He continued with this, whenever you receive the first shot, you are protected only by approximately 51%. Where did he get that figure? That's not in any science study anywhere. He's making this stuff up as he goes. He continues with, so you need that second dose to get 95% protection against COVID-19. Again, does the science back that up? No, what we're being told that, that they have no idea if this protects 
a person who's received these jabs from infecting others or protects the other people from being infected by the person who had the jab. So therefore, we have to stay home, stay locked up, stay in our homes where we're told that's where most of the infections are taking place because they don't really know what this vaccine will do or don't do, but yet they know that it's 51% effective after the first jab, 95% after the the second jab. Where are they getting these figures? They're literally making this up as they go. Moving on to more headlines. But remember through all of this that unfolding climate and biosphere collapse, the life support systems of the planet, that is the bottom line to everything that's unfolding. And I'll get to that in a moment. Please bear with me. I'll get to as much as I can. But a few more headlines. Biden gets second coronavirus vaccine dose on live TV. Do we really believe what we're seeing on TV? Do we, there's enough data online. There's enough film footage online to call into serious question all this theater of these top public figures, elected officials getting their jab on TV to show you that that's what you need to do. Please, please investigate more into this theater that we're shown every day. Let's press on. So what headlines isn't mainstream media trumpeting? No pun intended. The following global headlines were compiled by theburningplatform.com, titled, You May Want to Rethink the Jab. First headline, The Bill Gates Effect. The World Health Organization's DTP vaccine killed more children in Africa than the disease it targeted. You can research any of these headlines online. Please do so. Second headline from, this is National TV in Lithuania, TV3.LT, stated this. News from Centara Clinics, again, that's in Lithuania. 79 doctors vaccinated with the first dose of the vaccine now have the coronavirus. Imagine that. Another headline titled Serious Consequences. Norway sounds alarm after 23 die following Pfizer vaccine. Another headline, Portuguese health worker 41 dies two days after getting the Pfizer COVID vaccine as her father says he wants answers. Another headline, Mexican doctor hospitalized after receiving COVID-19 vaccine. Another headline, hundreds of Israelis get infected with COVID-19 after receiving Pfizer BioNTech vaccine. I'm just reading headlines. That's all. These aren't the conclusions of geoengineeringwatch.org. These are headlines you can find online from multiple sources. Another headline, wife of, quote, perfectly healthy Miami doctor, 56, who died of a blood disorder 16 days after getting Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine is certain it was triggered by the jab. That's just... The headline. That's all I'm covering here. Another headline. 75-year-old Israeli man dies two hours after getting COVID-19 vaccine. Another headline. Death of Swiss man after Pfizer vaccine. Another headline. 88-year-old collapses and dies several hours after being vaccinated. Another headline. Thousands negatively affected after getting COVID-19 vaccine. Another headline. Hospital worker with no prior allergies in intensive care with severe reaction after Pfizer COVID vaccine. Another headline. Four volunteers developed facial paralysis after taking Pfizer COVID-19 jab, prompting FDA to recommend, quote, surveillance for cases, end quote. Another headline. Investigation launched as two people die in Norway nursing home days after receiving Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine. Another headline. U.S. officials report more severe allergic reactions to COVID-19 vaccines. Another headline. NHS told not to give COVID vaccine to those with history of allergic reactions. Another headline, COVID-19, single vaccine dose leads to, quote, greater risk, end quote, from new coronavirus variants. South African experts warn the variants that are popping up now all over the world, right? Another headline, CDC, Centers for Disease Control, reveals at least 21 Americans have suffered life-threatening allergic reactions to Pfizer's COVID vaccine. Another headline, 
Bulgaria reports cases of side effects from Pfizer COVID vaccine. Another headline, two NHS workers suffer allergic reaction to Pfizer vaccine. Another headline, coronavirus vaccinations seem to be causing 50 times the adverse events of flu vaccines. That's from many sources. And that number is climbing, by the way. Another headline, or rather two final headlines that emphasize what governments are doing in spite of all this data that I just covered. First headline, Putin orders to move to mass COVID-19 vaccination for Russians starting next week. And this, Mexican president says country intends to buy 24 million doses of Russia's Sputnik V, earmarks 240 million for the purchase. Yeah, that'll fix everything. Again, global governments are all colluding and cooperating on core issues like CV-19 and the climate engineering assault. These governments know full well that they can no longer sustain their populations. Please, connect the dots. Trying to hide from unpleasant realities won't stop them from unfolding, won't protect us. It will only further perpetuate the course that we are currently on. For our on-air listeners, if you want to hear the extended version of this broadcast, go to geoengineeringwatch.org and view the online post of this week's Global Alert News, again, number 284. With each passing day, the damage to the planet, its environments, and life support systems increases and manifests. With each passing day, the global controllers double down on the climate engineering onslaught pounding the toxic nails into our collective coffins from countless directions. With each passing day, the CV-19 scenario is being carried out in response to unfolding and accelerating biosphere collapse. Connect the dots. If we don't collectively take a stand now, we won't have it tomorrow. That's the fact of the matter. Sitting the bench in the belief that someone else, somewhere else, will handle this fight for us is a grave mistake. It's up to us, each of us, all of us. As the Hopi elders stated so long ago, we are the ones that we've been waiting for. We can yet tilt the scale in the right direction. Not back to the past we formerly knew, that's gone, and not coming back. But we can possibly still salvage some part of Earth's remaining life support systems. We can yet perhaps salvage some future for a few, and that's worth fighting for. It's absolutely essential that we make every day count with our collective efforts to sound the alarm. Reaching a critical mass of awareness in the population is essential. This is the first and most important leap we can make in the right direction. In order to help accomplish this, geoengineeringwatch.org is just completing an effort to mail out almost 9,000 individual packages to every media anything in the U.S. 50 states, packages that contain one of our 20-page booklets and a flyer. This is a monumental effort, but it's an attempt to, again, Help us reach that critical mass of awareness. There'll be photographs of some of those materials as about, that are about to go out in the, this week's post. Please, share credible data from a credible source. Check the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org for the activist suggestions link to learn more about how you can help in this all-important battle. Make your voice heard. The future has not yet been carved in stone. Until next week, this is Dane Wigginton with geoengineeringwatch.org.